up everybody it is almost halloween time oh yeah pretty cool holiday love halloween always have um if you guys know me and for those of you that know me i'm sorry you have been at the yeah at the sore site of my mini halloween costumes for those of you that don't know me i uh i've always had like a beard pretty big beard and Two years ago, I shaved my beard off and became a woman and shocked everybody at our company Halloween party. And uh, yeah, it was I did not win anything, but I did realize that dressing up as a woman was not for me because shopping for a dress was hard enough because I'm also like 6'4". So finding a dress that fit me and fit my alternate ego, I was either Barbara or Donna. I think I was Donna. I don't remember. Anyway. Oh yeah, I had a wig, I had a dress, and it was it was definitely a time. But uh, in lieu of Halloween, I figured it'd be cool to kind of do something a little on the weird side. But uh, I, what inspired all of this was just one conversation that I had at work with a coworker, and he brought up something that I had never knew existed, never heard of it, and it was honestly it's honestly like so mind blowing and mind bending that uh, I kind of wanted to share it with everybody because if you don't know what this thing is that I'm going to talk about this episode, then you definitely need to look it up because I promise that what I'm going to tell you is all, which I know it sounds very lucrative, but it's like, oh, you know, I'm reading this directly from the internet, but no, uh, it's not Wikipedia. I did, although read quite a bit of stuff. Anyway, you can look this up. It is actually known history for the state, but Like I said, it's almost Halloween time. Hopefully you guys have got your costumes picked out. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to be, so who knows? But yeah, you can expect something probably. Oh my God, my wife wants me to dress up as Wonder Woe Man, which is like basically me in a Wonder Woman outfit. And yeah, although pretty entertaining, I don't know. I haven't decided yet, so it should be pretty, pretty interesting if I do decide to go that way. But anyway weird wacky friday that's what I'm, that's what i wrote down on my notes because today we're going to talk about the london hammer which is a hammer that was found and we're also you know what i just i kind of we're going to dive all in i've got time theory and like a simulation theory it's going to be like a i don't even know like a weird i can't even think what the conspiracy theory yeah there we go but yeah weird conspiracy theory episode in lieu of halloween thought it'd be cool and because you know, that's what Fridays are for. We spend all week, like Tuesday and Wednesday, talking about gaming, video games. You know what? Why don't we step outside of the video games and, like, you know, I don't even know, step into, like, the real world? Or is it real? Who knows? It could be a simulation. And we'll talk about that. But first off, the London Hammer. So, and I'm reading this right off of TexasHillCountry.com. And if you just Google the London Hammer, they're, like, the first two... Um, results you'll get is like a Wikipedia page and because because obviously and then you'll get this Texas Hill County link so what I'm going to read like I said directly off the article so it says and I quote are you aware of the London Hammer found in London Texas in 1936 by Max Hahn and his wife while they were out walking the hammer also became known as quote-unquote the London artifact when the rock in which the tool was found trapped in was alleged to be over 400 million years old. So basically, 
Max Hahn and his wife just out walking the back roads of Texas one day. And they found a hammer inside of a rock, like kind of like lodged in it. And mind you, like, you know, 1936. So it's been some, some time ago. And the rock that it was embedded in alleged to be over 400 million, 400 million years old. The article goes on to say, the question was posed as to how a tool obviously made or at least used by man could be found in a rock dated so old when mainstream history maintains that man himself is only known to exist for roughly 200,000 years. The details boggled conventional history. So like I literally read this at work and as he was telling me about it and I like couldn't believe it. And we started like talking about, well, like, you know, like how to get there because if man has only existed for, you know, 200,000 years is like a freaking raindrop in a storm at 400 million years. I mean, really, I mean, they're both big numbers, but I mean, on the massive scale of like, you know, if you think about time, time wise, 400 million years ago, that's like beyond unfathomable. Yeah. Unfathomable. But anyway, it's, it's just tough to, I guess, tough to wrap your head around the reality of it all, because, you know, when you look at it, like it shows a picture and I mean, it, it's, it's actually really cool. Um, of course it's not going to load right now, but it's basically, dude, it's just basically like a wooden hammer. Well, like a wooden handle with a hammerhead on it. And it's literally just embedded in this old ass rock. Yeah, there it is. And it says like, since then it hasn't appeared to rust or anything. So like now I'm looking at the picture, I was scrolling on the wrong side of the, uh, yeah, anyway, looking at the picture and it's, you can see the top of the hammer, like the steel or whatever kind of material. I'm sure it's like part steel, it, you know, who knows? Maybe it's, you know, space tonium. I don't know, but uh, it's like embedded in the rock. And then you can see part of the handle is still in it. And it's like poked through the rock, like the handle is through the bottom of it. So, but yeah, it's really cool. You should look it up. Um, Maybe, maybe if I, hopefully, no, I'll remember. I'll remember. Definitely. I'll, uh, I'll post a picture of the London hammer. The, uh, the day this episode drops just to kind of give you guys a, just kind of like a little, something a little cool to look at and, you know, think about for this. Like I said, it's, it's almost Halloween. It's the time for creepies and crawlies and weird wacky stuff to, to go on. And I figured this would be a perfect, you know, I figured this would be a perfect opener because like I said, I've never, never heard of this. And this kind of poses a question, you know, like circles back to how did it get there? And my coworkers, you know, theory on this was what if the hammer was there because we were, you know, basically like an advanced civilization and there was a wipeout and it pretty much reset everything back to like prehistoric when like man was basically in like the pre-evolved form of life, you know, they weren't, you know, you don't go back in time and look at prehistoric time and see like a, a tax man or something. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're definitely, you know, all the years of evolution and, you know, blah, blah, blah all the time. But anyway, and that kind of like really stuck with me because I mean, I don't, I mean, they, always, they always, we always have these huge theories on um, like the pyramids and how perfect the pyramids are from Egypt, the Mayans, like all the, all those 
conspiracies between all those, you know, like Stonehenge, you know, how they get these rocks and, you know, pretty much everybody like, oh, you know, it's simple. They use pulleys, but you know what I mean? Like there's, it's always something really askew and really weird with stuff like that. But cause I kind of thought it was like, well, you know, to me instantly I was like, because I'm very, I don't know, I'm, I'm out there, I guess some would call it, but uh, I, I, I believe in a lot of weird stuff and I really don't, not that, I mean, I question a lot of stuff, but like when I hear something, I tend to like err on the side of it possibly being true because I mean, honestly in life, what do you, I mean, you know, what's in front of you and you know, like if you're doing something or whatever, you know, it obviously, you know, that's your common knowledge, but on like a mass scale of like an infinite universe that we live in, because the, you know, the world we live in outside of our existence never stops expanding. So like on the grand scale of things, you really don't know. So, you know, I always say something and it's, you know, it's not that it's not possible. What is it? I'm going to get myself mixed up. I say, you know, the chances of that happening are possible, just not plausible, you know, because there's always a chance. But, you know, for that one chance to happen, there's always got to be, you know, like every mirror has got to be shining in the perfect part of light and shoot that light, you know, hundreds of thousands of light years to the next universe. And, you know, it's always like a chain of event things. But anyway, I just thought it was really interesting. And like thinking back, like what if, you know, cause that would not that see the thing is about like theories and getting into conspiracies and thinking about what could be true is, you know, truthfully, you just don't know. So like, what if the, you know, like massive existence pretty much got reset, like hit a reset button on life and there's a handful of these artifacts, you know, there's if there's one, there's got to be more. It's just like anything in life, especially I'll give you a little pro tip. And this is like outside of some one of my favorite hobbies outside of gaming is mushroom hunting with my wife and her father. And when we mushroom hunt for morels, we uh, we always say if there's one, there's more. And that's, you know, definitely the the chances when you're mushroom hunting, you'll you'll find more. And I feel like it's like that with this London artifact. Like just because we found one, that just means there's, you know, potentially more out there. They just happened to stumble across this. And like I said, 1936, I can't believe that I'd never heard about this. I've read a lot of weird stuff over the years and, you know, I guess theorized myself on several things, but I just can't believe that I just never heard of it. Yeah. Never heard of it. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Here, I'll just touch on this article a little bit more. It says, uh, believed to be made to work with soft metals due to its shape and size, the hammer has not rusted since its discovery in 1936. Also, parts of the wooden handle were beginning to form into coal. Thought to be a tool which is similar to those used in the late 1800s, there was still the wonder around how it could be stuck in such an ancient piece of stone. One belief is that ancient con Concretion could have formed around the tool by soluble minerals. The hammer certainly presents some interesting optics. And it's, I don't know, there's like a YouTube video. And it basically, you know, all the scientists are like really, well, they're basically, I'm not that I read the article. I'm kind of like reading it right now. Um, I guess it sounds bad. I did read the article, but. I guess I'm just skimming through the bottom of where they're like all talking about all the discoveries and like the museums and all that stuff. Definitely check the article out. Um, I'm going to watch some more videos on it because I simply can't get enough of it because like what I first went to 
when he at like you know when he asked me like well, how do you think it, how do you think it got there i was like duh dude time travel like that was my first go-to like eh, psh, time travel like somebody was you know went back in time or maybe in their time they went forward in time who knows but it kind of got like i imagine me if like i was a time traveler and i went back in time to you know they put the, the big job was on me i had to like you know fix humanity or whatever and they're like, all right, you got this one job. You need to go back in time. Make sure you don't do this and make sure, you know, just like every movie you've seen, you can't like stepping on a bug or, you know, telling yourself something or telling somebody something or breathing wrong or simply just doing the most minuscule thing could severely alter the timeline as you know it. And that's kind of like kind of always like I always refer to movies and which is like another weird, you know, there's like weird theories about everything. Like I've heard somebody say that. You know, and this is like a really harebrained one. You know, think about this one. Anything that you've seen on television, movies, um, books, pretty much any form of like visual conception, if you've seen it, our race the, as humanity has already been there and done that. And we've moved past it. So like if you think about all these like crazy, and like that's like a mind bender because you like think about all these crazy movies like set in the future and then like the apocalypse where it's been rebuilt or maybe not rebuilt or went back in time or whatever or been permanently altered you know beings of that theory being said you know maybe that's just like that person's theory but uh it does kind of make you wonder you know where people get these crazy ideas and how people are able to make movies that are you know almost like too weirdly real and what they make you feel and like how they emote like emotionally suck you in through just like the conception of storytelling you know, you often wonder, like, where these people get their ideas from. But uh, anyway, the whole time travel thing, um, that's kind of what I think about is with this hammer. And I guess, and see, that's what happens. Like, this is like my brain on conspiracy theories. I'm just kind of everywhere. But uh, like I was talking about, if that job was on me, I would be the one that, like, would drop the hammer and then would set off, like, a chain reaction through multiverse of, you know, who knows what kind of dimensional shifting you would do. But that would be me. I would go back in time, fix everything, and then like drop my freaking hammer. And, you know, there you have it. However many hundreds of thousands of years, light years, or time, dimension, reality, portal, whatever happened, the uh, that nice little couple in Texas found, you know, found my hammer. So, but yeah, pretty crazy, pretty weird stuff. Like I said, look it up. It's called the London Hammer. They found it in London, Texas. And crazy. It'll send you on a... You know, we always talk about those little like dark, deep rabbit holes. I've uh, I've used that term several times, and that's kind of like this is probably like the biggest rabbit hole that you could slip into is like conspiracy theories. I've uh, I've lost hours of work. Um, I work on I work Sundays, and the days that I work, you know, I'm I'm allowed to have headphones. Thankfully, I don't know what I would do without them. But yeah, like if you've ever listened to like podcasts, normally if you're able to listen to them while you're working or whatever. Um, and you just want to waste like several hours, look up conspiracy theory stuff and just listen to some of the stuff that people claim and what they believe. And you will be, I, sometimes you'll be surprised. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And sometimes like, you know, like I think I'm a whack job half the time. Like I think that I'm out there, but uh, you know, sometimes when you listen to these people, you seem a little less crazy to yourself. But uh, yeah, I think with that, we're going to we're going to head to break. And then we come back from break. We'll talk about some other weird stuff. And like I said, you know, maybe I'm an alien. Maybe I'm not. 
All I know is uh, I love conspiracy theories and I love the Halloween time. So I'll see you guys in a minute. All right. Now that we are back from break, let's uh, I, I just want to take a second to talk about the reason, I guess, like the the first initial seed that started this whole um, kind of big conspiracy, open minded mind, I guess, of mine. Um, happened when I was very young. Now, my dad was a big conspiracy theorist as well. Uh, my father was actually born in 1938. So he's seen a lot or saw a lot in his time in his life. And unfortunately, I lost him at a younger age. But um, in the years that I did spend with him, he definitely, it was definitely an experience, I will call it, that uh, just being around somebody that had experienced so much in their life, like born in 1938, I mean, you really, I mean, the world then to compared to the world that it was when I was younger, even, and even more so compared to the world it is now, um, it was very... I don't even know the word to properly explain it, but it was definitely interesting. Um, a lot of things were different and, you know, some for the goods, a lot for the bad. But anyway, before, I don't know, it was just like he grew up in a different time and in a different life. Um, but one, a couple of his biggest conspiracies, he was huge on the, uh, the Kennedy assassination um, that he just, he like was, I don't even know. He, he delved into it. I mean, he had several, I actually have like a, super huge book that a friend of his got him for it. It was like a story about the assassination and, you know, like the, it being a big plot and a big scheme. But um, even if you like look at world leaders or people who try, not even leaders, but people who try and change the world for the better, or they're usually and often silenced. And um, so I'm sure, although I haven't read the book, I'm sure it's, you know, there's something along those lines because, you know, you can say what you want, but the, you know, there's a, I'm sure a respectable amount of people that believe that if he never would have got shot, that the world would be not that I guess maybe, and who knows, because you never really know the chain of events that could, you know, come off of an outcome. But a lot of people tend tended to believe that if he wouldn't have got assassinated, things would have been a lot different in the world as we know it. And that is 100% true because you never know what can happen because none of it did happen. But uh, I remember him his biggest thing was the moon landing and the moon landing was fake. And I, uh, it was weird because I was so young. So like, I remember like going to school and talking about it and a lot of kids like, you know, we were all young. So like none of us, you know, knew, didn't know any better. And some of the kids were like, oh, okay. And some of them were like, yeah. And then some of them were like, um, no, that's not how that happened. And it says right here in this textbook that in, you know, the year or whatever, they went to the moon and, you know, but I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't believe, yeah, book in front of me, whatever. I still, you know, I wanted to believe that it wasn't real. And that always stuck with me. And I remember like researching it when I was younger and just like, that was like my first big, like deep dive was, uh, the moon landing. And I was like, well, you know, if they landed on the moon and, you know, it was like late sixties, it was in the sixties and, you know, well, if they landed in the moon and I was like 15 at this time, um, and that would have been, Oh God, like 2010, 2009, 2010, um, or somewhere in there. But, you know, I was like, oh, well, you, you know, if they did that in the sixties, why haven't they done it now? You know, if they could do it, then technologies went from a computer, the size of a, a mobile home to, you know, at that point it was still a, a mini computer in your pocket because cell phones were still, you know, they were on the upcoming smartphones hadn't really 
smartphones were just like, you know, they were just starting to be made and we're going to get very popular in the next coming years. And which is, you know, essentially a, the, some of the best computer work you can get is on modern day cell phones anymore. But yeah, it was just like, if they can do that in the sixties and you know, now why haven't they done it again? You know, prove to me that you've been to the moon because, you know, do it again. I want to see it. That was kind of like my, my whole idea. And it, it is still true to this day. I mean, we claim to have landed on the moon, but do you see anybody going back to the moon? No. Do we ever make it to the moon in the first place? Who knows? Do I believe so? No, I don't. But I don't, I don't know. I guess I believe that somebody's done it in more or less secrecy because the height of, you know, like the height of intelligence that it would take for, you know, person or said persons to achieve to, you know, get that, get that far in the atmosphere, like breaking the space or whatever. You know, I, I truly believe that it's been done. I just don't believe that it's been documented or it's historically accurate on how many times we've been there. I don't know. The, uh, you know, cause once again, there's something like every, not everybody, cause I can't say, I can't speak for everybody, but, uh, I'm sure there's a, a great amount of people like I that believe that the world is ruled by, you know, big money, big money throws around everything, regardless of what you think or, what you know, um, in some shape, value, form, uh, giant corporations, or just not even a corporation, maybe just like a, you know, like imagine almost like Dr. Evil from Austin Powers, you know, just a being that has an, un, an a ridiculous amount of money that they're pretty much able to like control parts of the world because you can buy your way into anything. You can buy your way almost out of anything. Um, cause greed only gets worse when the, when you add more zeros on a paycheck, you know, if you, you know, if you're a poor man, you only get a little bit of money. You're not going to be so greedy because when you find something, you know, you're going to truly be thankful for it because it was more than what you had or, you know, it was definitely like a big step for you or whatever. But when you're like a billionaire and you cash checks all day worth millions and you just do kind of whatever you want because you're made of money, um, you also tend to, I would assume you would, I sure everybody would be just more greedy because, you know, the more money you have, essentially money is power. And, you know, who knows what a person could do with a following with so much money. I mean, obviously it's very evident with, you know, just the world in general right now, you know, the people that have the money control it. And I don't know, it's just a weird, just a weird thing, man. And that's what, and like I said, and full disclosure, this is all just my personal opinions. Um, I get hung up on stuff sometimes, even worse on these things, because, you know, these are the things that you lay in bed asleep, awake at night, like wondering, well, at least like me, um, I like lay there, like I can't sleep. I'm just like, well, you know, you know, what if life really is just a sham and this is all just, you know, one big fucking bullshit thing. And that's often what I always circle back to, but, uh, which brings me to the next, uh, topic. And, you know, this might have to be an extended series cause I really like talking about this stuff and I'm curious to see if, uh, any of you guys you know, maybe send me a message or let me know what you guys think, or if you have theories yourself, uh, and feel free to reach out about anything really. Hell, even if you just want to say, hi, what's up? We'll, you know, we'll give you a shout out. We'll give uh, we'll give you a little cool shout out in the episode that'd be coming up and that'd be pretty cool, I think. But, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. Um, let me know what you guys think, but a big thing that is, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'm sure that it's been, um, on quote unquote, I guess on the rise for some time now, but 
I just feel like it's getting more and more evident with all this stuff like the metaverse and all the VR stuff. The uh, yeah, this is also another one. Just look, look, look all these, look all this stuff up. Even if you've seen about it or read about it before, just look it up again. And you know, who knows what you'll find now? You know, say the last time you looked up something about the freaking moon landing was you know twenty years ago. Now you're like, oh well, you know what? Maybe I should, maybe I should look into that again and just see what pops up. But uh, here's the one on the rise that I think is and. Like I said, I believe a lot of weird and crazy stuff in the, the this big one, the simulation theory. Now, I I guess I would, I think that this is like, a, it's kind of like a, I don't know, I guess what I'm trying to say. I believe in it in parts. You know, I believe part of it, but just not, I don't know, it's just all too weird. But basically the simulation theory is these people think that, I guess, I, I wouldn't really call myself like a 100% like, oh yeah, that's how it is. But I guess the word I'm looking for is extent. I believe some of this to an extent. There we go. Ah, <laughs> no. Um, so the simulation theory is basically that, you know, life as we know it is just one big giant simulation. And there's a lot of people, I was just watching some videos on this the other day, you know, go, go figure. Um, it was the same day we talked about London Hammer. I just couldn't help myself. Um, they basically believe that like, Everything you do in life, like it, what you're doing right now at this very moment that you're listening to this, you know, whether you're driving, whether you're at work, you're walking, you're running, you're jogging, exercising, you know, you're in the shower, you're doing whatever, whatever you're doing at this very moment, that it's a simulation that somebody else is controlling you from, you know, an undisclosed location or an undisclosed spot might not even be the real you. They're, they're just playing you. Um, I, I had not that I have a hard time believing it because I mean, let's be real. Um, I'm out there. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Could be shit. I don't know. But uh, I, I guess I believe that it's more of like a massive simulation. Like imagine not all, not only like controlling, you know, say 10 people, but the simulation that you're running is like, imagine like the Sims and you're just like a, you know, an overbearing God fearing creation. You, you are the creator for that existence. You know, imagine like having, a simulation like over like a whole country or, you know, break it down, like do city to city or state to state. Like imagine running your own Sim City simulation, but it like, you know, they're like, oh, congratulations, you got promoted. You now run like, I don't know, Alaska. Does that work for you? And they're like, oh, okay. You know, beep, boop, beep. Sure. <laughs> but uh, no, it's just weird to think about. There's all kinds of videos. Now, the thing, the bad thing about videos and the good thing about it is like the good thing is, is it can really spark like, a lot of creativity and like a lot of like wonder and it's very amusing, but on the bad side of video, um, you can never truly believe what you see in a video because it could be doctored. It could not, it might not be real. It might just be completely fake, especially with the amount of editing and stuff people can do, especially our technology right now. So you really have a hard time unless you see it like firsthand or there was something that got recorded by so many somebodies that, you know, when it's like, I don't even know, like the, the public, not the public, but like the mass audiences, you know, said, Hey, this, this happened. And this was, you know, I was there or whatever, but there's like a bunch of weird, you know, like time travel simulation videos where you see, you know, what they call, what they refer to them as like glitches in the matrix where, you know, you see some guy walking down the street and plain and plain camera view, nobody else on the street beside him. And then like, he just disappears 
or people disappearing behind traffic or like just, you know, people coming out of nowhere. Um, there's all kinds of weird simulation theory videos and people talking about it. People have probably and most likely devoted their whole lives to trying to figure out the simulation. I mean, imagine that. Imagine like look, look at that in like a full circle, right? Imagine being the guy that is researching the simulation theory, trying to debunk it. But in turn, you are actually the somebody that is running the simulation, trying to crank your own theory in the world as they know it. I mean, that sounds like a twisted web of lies that I don't want anything to do with. Hopefully, if I've got somebody running me, then hopefully I'm due for like a level up or like a fatter check or, you know, something cool because, you know, damn it, I work hard. And, you know, you would think that, I don't know, but you would think that you, know, you should be, I don't know, gifted things. If this is a simulation, none of it's real, then that means existence as we know it is all fake and it is all like a game. So, you know, in theory, I don't know. It's weird. Like I said, simulation theory, super weird. I, uh, I could, I could like just like centipede more or less myself in circles thinking about, you know, well, all the simulation wonders like, well, if that person's doing this and they're controlling this person, then in turn, really they're hurting themselves outside of it because, you know, like I said, it gets weird. It uh, gets kind of wild, but I think that's all I got for today. And this awesome Halloween episode and all about conspiracy theories. Like I said, reach out if you guys want to hear more stuff like this on Fridays or you know what, even better. I'll do you want even better. <clears throat> Let me know what you want to hear on Fridays. Um, I'd like to get more guests on and it's just, Scheduling is always a pain trying to get everybody, especially for the right thing. And yeah, I'm working on getting it better and it'll be really excited to see more people get on the show and bring you guys some, I got some really cool ideas. That's not just going to be, you know, maybe one or two, maybe we'll get like three or four people on for a few episodes. I don't know. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, you guys have been great. I hope you guys have a killer Halloween party or Halloween night, whatever, however you celebrate. I hope it's awesome. Hope it's kick ass. You know, whether you're going out, hopefully you're staying safe and being safe, or maybe you're staying in and you're just going to watch a bunch of scary movies, eat a bunch of candy, do whatever it is you do. Um, thank you so much for always supporting me guys. And it, it feels great. We're closing in. I think by now we're over 50 episodes and I have couldn't be more happier with all the good comments and everything that everybody always says. The message is still, and it just, it feels really good. Everybody that shares and, you know, like send me messages or any of that stuff. I, I truly appreciate it. And I couldn't have a better support system with my wife and some of my best friends that have not really, you know, they've kept pushing me to do stuff. They, you know, I use them to bounce ideas off of, and it's just, it, I'm just really blessed to have as many people in my corner with me as I do. And, uh, yeah, it's been awesome and I'm looking forward to making even more stuff. So yeah, that's all I got. Check me out on uh, Facebook. Fi follow me on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. And you can now, um, which is this has been the case for a while now, but I can officially say that now you can find me almost anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, find me on Google, Stitcher. Um, I'm still slowly working on getting like the Amazon ones and the rest of them. But yeah, follow me wherever you follow your podcast and you get your podcast. This has been Rockhound Radio. I'll, uh, I'll see you guys next time.